Okay. Um, morning. I'm just going to hopefully share my screen. Um, there we are. Um, I want to talk to you um, this morning about uh, flourishing. It was so lovely to see all those photos um, this morning and to hear those names read out. We, I just think we're so blessed in our church to have so many uh, wonderful children. And um, yeah, I just want to talk a little bit, as I said, about flourishing this morning and, and how we can, as a church, help our children um, to flourish. Um, Earlier this week, I was reading um, this verse from Psalm 52, and it says, I am like an olive tree flourishing in the house of God. I trust in God's unfailing love forever and ever. And I was thinking about flourishing and I was thinking, oh, I would love to flourish and I would love my children and our children in our church to flourish, to to live healthy spiritual lives, to live lives that are fruitful and to live life to the full, to be the people that God has created us to be. Yeah, I don't know about you, whether it's just because we've had back to school this week, but sometimes rather than flourishing, it feels a bit more like hanging on in there or surviving or, you know, hanging on by the skin of your teeth. And flourishing can seem, the idea of flourishing, quite a long way away because life with um, children is um, chaotic, it's exasperating, it's wonderful, but it's really, really hard work. And you can feel like um, you are juggling so many um, things at once. In fact, um, it can be a little bit like this. Um, Dave is just going to show you a video clip, hopefully, now. And I wonder how many of you will be able to identify with some of these scenarios in this clip. Ben! Ben, have you seen my keys? Keys, 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 keys. it to show and tell. No, you're not. Show and tell's on Friday and today's Tuesday, so... But they changed it. No, they haven't changed Have they? Yes. When did they change it? Last Wednesday. Who changed it? Problems on the Tuesday district Friday. line. Let go. We're going to put it back. I don't really want to take no, it. No, you can't take People it for show and tell. Come outside and put... Ben, come and look. You'll Can break I it. take this no. for history week? No, you can't take it. Turn it off. Turn it off. You're just doing my head in now. Go Nothing between here and Tower Hill. What is it this time? Long sort of trains. Staff shortages. How can that be? Every kid wants to be a train driver. Oh, hi, Viv. It's Sue. Yeah, I, I was just wondering whether you knew if they've changed show and tell to Tuesday. No, it's okay. It, it's okay. No, don't panic. It's probably just Ben making things up again. Could you check with Josh? Yeah. Great, thank you. Mum, is ten past eight and I don't want to be late for my first day of big school. Don't worry, Maisie, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Ben and Karen, are you getting ready? Yeah. They haven't changed show and tell. Thanks, OK, I'll see you later. Bye. Why does he lie like that? 
I don't know, some kid's fib as an attention-seeking strategy. He told his teacher I died in Iraq. Yeah, but in a volcano, she's never going to believe it. Yeah, but that is hardly the point, is it? What are you doing? Oh, no, please don't do that. Don't check your emails. This one from Veronica. Especially not one from Veronica. You see, if you hadn't checked, you wouldn't know it was there. I just need to read this, because... It's time, time to read it. Read it. He's a week you're meant to be working for that woman. Oh, no, 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 Veronica, no, I am not having that, no. Oh, no, don't reply. Don't, don't reply, because that is fatal. If you reply, she'll reply to your reply, and you'll be tempted to reply to her reply, and you'll, you'll find yourself trapped in that... Pandora's Circle. Daddy? Oh, hello. Where's my other shoe? Oh, I don't know. Where did you put it? Can you remember? No. What's a hypocrite? Okay. Um, so, I don't know about you, but I've had to, uh, lots of situations this week where we've only had one shoe, where I've lost my keys. So, I actually feel like I've been living on the set of Outnumbered this week. Um, so much so that I think we've even got our own Karen in this house, who always chooses the moment when you don't want her to, to ask the really difficult questions um, or lose her shoes. Um, but um, it's a, it's difficult, isn't it? Because we're juggling as um, parents in our lives so many different things whether it's work demands you know trying to maintain relationships trying to um, make sure that all our children are happy and healthy and it can feel really overwhelming but I want to encourage you this morning that we can still flourish in the chaos and the busyness and the sometimes dreariness of life. Um, flourishing was the title of one of the faith at home um videos that came out during lockdown i don't know whether anyone else um came across these i came across these quite at the end of lockdown which i kind of wish i'd discovered them before but there were some videos produced by um the church of england um, and there were some really excellent resources for schools but also for families um encouraging us in our homes to talk about a model and um, faith to our children and there there were loads of practical uh, suggestions um i quite like it it's really down to earth you know it's not super spiritual it's just helping us um to think about how we can live faith in our home so if you are a parent it is worth a little google and have a look at those resources because i think they're they're really quite manageable and quite good to um access so i'm just going to play you or dave's going to play you in a second a little part of one of these videos entitled flourishing this is what some children said about what what does flourishing mean I think flourishing is, is very important to people's lives. Flourishing means when like you start little from reception and then you grow all the way to year six. I started from reception to year six and I've experienced different activities and I'm still currently learning. Flourishing to me is like a flower because when you're a flower you always start very small and then you grow up and then, then you turn into a big flower. For example, a small little seed of a sunflower grows into a big confident sunflower standing out. It's like when a caterpillar turns into a butterfly, it changes from a small scared caterpillar to a big confident beautiful butterfly. I never 
example is when a student really wants to work at something, they carry on and on until eventually they spread their wings to achieve everything they want. Okay, thanks, Dave. Um, so that was just a tiny clip of the video. There was loads of other things in there. But um, what I really like about these resources is they're, is they're getting young people and children to to kind of say, well, what does this actually mean to them? And to explore um, some of these um, questions. Um, and throughout that video, they kind of emphasise the fact that as, as parents, we, we do play a huge part in helping our children to flourish because all of us our brains are wired to learn by watching and that scares me sometimes because that means that my children are watching um, me and I have to think really carefully about what I model to my children whether it's through um, my use of technology being on my phone kind of when I shouldn't be or whether it's um, in the way that I respond um, to someone who's difficult or the fact or whether I can show acts of generosity or kindness, they are watching in all those situations. And I think it's it's also super important to think about how we can model a real, gritty, authentic faith to our children. Faith that doesn't mean having all the answers or getting it right all the time, but faith that is about trying to follow Jesus in our everyday lives. And I don't know about you, that does seem sometimes really daunting. I don't feel like... I'm very faith-filled at times, or certainly not a good example. In fact, sometimes the opposite. But I'm kind of learning that actually it's often the small things that make a difference. Those unexpected questions, usually at the wrong time, or conversations. And to be flourishing doesn't mean that everything has to be perfect, that every day has to be a good day. It just means that we're all learning and growing in the messiness of life and helping our kids to do the same. Um, Amelia is just going to read for us now um, a short passage from um, Philemon, because I think that sheds a little bit of light on how maybe we can do some of these things. Oh, sorry. Wrong one. There we are. I always thank my God as I remember you in my prayers because I hear about your love from his holy people, your faith in the Lord Jesus. I pray that your partnership with us in the faith may be effective in deepening your understanding of every good thing we, sh- we share for the sake of Christ. Your love has given me great joy and encouragement because you, brother, have refreshed the hearts of the Lord's people. Thank you very much. Um, so I'm going to unpick that in a minute, but I, I do just want to encourage you this morning to keep going and to, to pray for your children and to pray for opportunities to honestly and authentically um, live out um, examples of faith to them. It doesn't have to be super spiritual and super complicated and flourishing will look different for every um, child and every family um, but looking at these verses I'm just going to pick out just three or four quick things that we can um, do to help our children um, so thanking God as and praying for them so th- saying thank you to God for our children and praying specifically for them praying um, praying God's promises for them praying maybe this week that they will flourish like the olive tree that we will see fruit in our children's lives and claiming the promises in the Bible for our children. 
in remembering them in our prayers um, in verse four. The second one, in partnering with them. I have learned so much since having my own children from them. I've learned a lot about faith and about how they see the world. And um, so I think it is about in families, it's about a partnership, learning from them, doing things together and encouraging each other. And then in verse six as well, it talks about it may be effective in deepening your understanding of every good thing we share for the sake of Christ. Our job is, as parents is to um, help our children to deepen their understanding. And that doesn't mean um, just telling them all the answers, but encouraging them to ask questions and making the most of those questions when they come. What's a hypocrite? great question okay how can we respond to questions like that and think about how we can show them Jesus in those answers um and the and the final one in verse seven allowing them it says you have refreshed the hearts of the Lord's people of, of the Lord's people children bring refreshment okay they must make you exhausted but sometimes children can bring a new perspective to things and they can refresh and encourage us in our faith it's not just a one-way thing so encouraging um each other in that um and, but I'm, I'm just as aware as well. I'm, I don't just want to talk to parents this morning because it isn't just, you know, a parent's job. We are a church family and that's such a special um, thing. Our church family is amazing. And Paul often begins his letters. He begins Philemon and he begins um, several of these letters with a, a kind of declaration of gratitude for the partnership in the gospel, the partnership that we have. Um, and so your influence matters. We are in this together, whether you are a parent or a grandparent or a good parent or an OK club leader or, or a family friend, or you don't think you fit into any of those categories. You can still have a really important part in the lives of the children in our church. You have a vital role in showing them Jesus and helping them to build resilient faith. Um, so what can you do? to help a young person flourish. You might be sitting here thinking, well, I don't think I can have a role at all. But I've heard some really lovely stories through lockdown of inter intergenerational church going on. Um, one of the things um, I've noticed, and it's lovely on a Sunday morning to see messages coming from people. Um, well done, that was fantastic dancing. You know, thank you for doing that reading so well. Um, it's lovely to see your smiley face today. You know, those positive comments that are being sent to families or young people that's affirming our young people and their role in our church at this really strange time we want them to be here and we want them to feel part of our fam family and um, sending a card or a letter I know some of the children have been writing to people in in church and we've had some lovely um cards back and that really makes it that's really special for children to hear to hear um from an adult maybe who's not a parent or a you know an okay could leader to kind of that they're interested in their lives words of affirmation um, amelia had a lovely card for her from her on a birthday from um, someone in church just really affirming how special she is to god and that was beautiful um, i know some of um the yobs have been involved in this but reading stories over zoom um i know we're getting a little bit more like we can um kind of have people to babysit and things now but that was a really lovely way again of of, of sharing um our lives together in a in a kind of strange circumstance um, Asking questions, oh sorry, I've skipped one. Praying for a child or a young person and asking them to pray for you. 
and, and again, sorry, I'm picking on Amelia a bit today, but Amelia prayed for me this morning before this service. And do you know what? I was so nervous. And then suddenly, you know, and that made a massive difference. It, not just saying, what can I pray for for you? But will you pray this for me um, as well? Because children's prayers are powerful. Um, asking questions and encouraging them to ask you questions. And um, we want to um, facilitate, and John hinted that uh, earlier with gobs, that we want young people to question, we want them to ask, we want them to build a faith where they don't feel like they just have to give the right answer, but that they can process and they can think things through themselves. And that doesn't have to wait till gobs to start. So encouraging, you can ask children questions, encourage them to ask you questions um, and share your story. My mum was staying with us um, a little bit at the beginning of the week um, while I was kind of going back to work and we had teacher training days and things. And um, one of the I walked into the room at one point and my mum was sharing her testimony, her story um, with Amelia. And and again, it was asking all those questions and and stories are powerful. Okay, and you might not think your story is interesting, but um, to a child, it can really help them to flesh out. Well, what does this faith look like? And and the fact that not everyone's story and everyone's walk is the same. Um, so there's a few practical things. If you thought of anything else, please put them in the chat. Um, I just want to finish um, with this. Um, the end of the video that I showed you earlier, um, there was a. a a uh, little talk by a lady called Rose Hudson Wilkin, who's the Bishop of Dover. And she um, used this word, Ubuntu, which is apparently a Zulu word. I'm not fluent in Zulu, but I'm, I'm, I've learned this word. And it means I am because we are. We are a people um, together. We're interdependent. We can only flourish because we're doing it together. We need each other. So Ubuntu, I am because we are. Um, today isn't just about the kids. I know it's going up Sunday and we've talked a lot about kids and parents, but it, I just want to stress it is about all of us being God's church together. Let me pray just to finish. God, I, I just thank you um, for the children in our church. Thank you um, for the variety. Thank you for the enthusiasm. Just thank you for the life and the refreshment that they bring to our lives. And I, I just pray that as a church that we will um, we will have a desire to flourish ourselves, but that we will also have a desire to invest in relationships and invest particularly in the lives of children and young people to help them to flourish. I pray for each of us here that we um, can have a role, however big or small. And I just thank you, Jesus, that um, you are with us. In, in the madness and the craziness of our lives um, that you are there. And I, I just pray this week that we will know you in your love and your peace and that you will help us to flourish in your love this week. Amen.